0: C3 Church Wellington AMA, Ask Me Anything, the series where we tackle the tough questions, we ask the simple questions, and we delve headfirst and explore the questions that most people may think but may not want to ask aloud. My name is Ray here, and asking the questions. Joining me is Pastor Steve Hinton. How we going, Ray? Fantastical. Yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. Question for you, sir. The meaning of life. If you're a Monty Python uh, fan, the meaning of life... Oh, it's the meaning of that. was a life of that's Brian, It's not even a it.
1: question. The, the meaning of life. Like, <laughs> give it to me in a question, man. Like,
0: okay, let me turn it around. Father's Day. What is the meaning of life?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that touche. You're on radio, so that's a good radio joke. What is the meaning of life? Yeah. And, like, come it's on. It's not 23, is it? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No. Um,. What is the meaning of life? Like? I mean, who could even answer this question? I'll give it my best shot. Okay, I'll give it my best shot. Well, let's
0: distill the question down first. The meaning of life. What, everyone says, what is the meaning of life? What does that question mean? Does that question mean, why are we here?
1: Well, it could do, or it could be what is, I think it speaks to purpose and meaning. Um, I'm going to probably take another angle on this and talk about pursuit, if that's okay. Because I think we're all in pursuit of something. I think we're all, we've are all we all got, there's something out there that we're chasing that we think is going to bring us a sense of meaning. So we're looking for personal meaning in life, right? So I'm going to take it from a pursuit angle, if that's okay. And I apologise to the questioner if <laughs> it's not going to answer it. But who could really answer this question, let's be fair? Will Smith, pursuit of happiness? Yeah, that's right. Well, that's where I'm going. So the... the uh, the founding documents um, of the American Constitution says that every citizen of the United States of America has the right to pursue a whole bunch of things, but it says pursue happiness, the right to pus- the pursuit of happiness. I think the pursuit of happiness is the number one pursuit that people have. Whatever they think is going to make them happy, they go after that thing, yeah? And they believe that their personal happiness is the end, uh, that's utopia or the end goal that we want. We want to be happy, we want to feel satisfied. and we, we think that, and the problem, the, I do have some issues with this this line of thinking um, because ultimately what it could mean is that something that comes into your life temporarily of course that's causing you some discomfort or challenges like a stormy season you might run from that season because it's not it's bringing you the opposite of happiness but quite often in life some of the greatest growth comes through the most challenging seasons a smooth sea never made a skillful sailor and so Maybe, just maybe, there is a greater pursuit than happiness, yeah? And so, the Bible would say, and I would believe, that the pursuit of God is the greatest pursuit you could have. The uh, Westminster Catechism, which is a very old document, uh, I think it was AD 300 or there and thereabouts was written, says the number one confession is that the chief end of man is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. That word enjoy him is critical because you see it speaks to our delight. So if we believe that God created us and created us with intention and purpose, then we being created beings are never going to find our full satisfaction in other created things, anything that he created. We are only going to find our full satisfaction in relationship with the creator. And so there comes a point where we can be disconnected from this pursuit of earthly things Because we find such a deeper sense of satisfaction in a relationship with God. And that is a freeing thing, because the cool thing about that is it doesn't matter if we're walking through a stormy sea or a smooth sea, God's still there and we can enjoy Him. And we can also see purpose because He creates us with purpose, so therefore we can see purpose in the storm, you see. The book of James says that count it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials because these trials are working in you, faithfulness, steadfastness. And maybe, just maybe, because I believe God created everybody with purpose and with intent, maybe, just maybe, that storm you're walking through, or as James says, that trial you're walking through is there with intent to form you and help you shape you become the person for the purpose that God intended you to walk in. And that is going to bring an immense satisfa- satisfaction because I believe the greatest sense of joy you can find is when you make a spiritual difference in the life of somebody else. And uh, and so life doesn't end on me. I'm not the sum total of of I'm not it's I'm not the centre star. I'm not the star. I'm not the the world doesn't revolve around me, and I can be free to play my part in God's story. And uh, and and I'm free to do that. And so uh, I would say that the meaning of my life is to enjoy. Worship, glorify God and enjoy Him. Delight in that relationship. Delight in the adventure. Delight in the purpose. Going on a journey and adventure for Him. It's not just this, e- uh, e- like, I'm not just going to float around like a monk and, you know, just, you know, have this kind of like tr- transient, I can't even think of the word I'm trying to say, but this kind of relationship where it's meant, it's kind of like I just, I just be. There is definitely a sense of being. God wants you to know that nothing you do adds to your value. Your value is set, but there's also the sense of doing. I'm calling you into purpose. I'm, call- I've, I've got a, a plan for your life that's going to be significant and meaningful. Ephesians three says that beyond your wildest dreams, hopes, or expectations is the plans I have for you. Can you imagine beyond your wildest dreams? Like God's plans for us are bigger than we could ever anticipate or know. It's like beyond what you can imagine. And you know, testament to the fact is that Bex and I, you know, three years ago we were in Fittyinger in a you know, in a small church in Fitianga. And then God radically just called us down to Wellington. And here we are at C3 Church, Wellington. And, um, you know, and, and it's just, life's exploded because we just said yes, but it wasn't looking, we weren't looking for that. But in, in seeking out God and pursuing a relationship with him, he led us into this journey. And see, the reason that he's able to lead us is because in the seeking out of God and in, and in the fact that we build a relationship with him, we can trust him. The outcome of those storms can sometimes steadfastness, faithfulness, trustworthiness. you can trust him, and then you can let go of the reins of your life. you can let go of the steering wheel. you don't have to be the master of your ship and the captain of your own destiny. you can you can let him you can let him drive it and you can actually then become an actual follower <laughs> and let him lead you and he will lead you, as Hosea says into acres of hope into a great purpose. and so, uh, I would say that the meaning of life is that what the Westminster Catechism said to glorify God and enjoy Him forever, and that as we l- move towards that, we're going to be freed up from this selfish pursuit of our own gain, and we're going to get onto the adventure of building God's kingdom with Him and seeing lives transformed and changed, seeing seeing other people's lives changed for the good, and and and. There is no greater purpose. And ultimately, mate, that's what we get at the end of it anyway, isn't it? Like if we believe what we say we believe and we believe that, and this is another episode we can do heaven and hell, put that on the list. Um, but I, you know, I believe uh, in a literal heaven and a literal, literal hell and that we are eternal beings, that we will live forever in one of two places. And And if I'm going to live forever with God, it's not singing songs in the sky, but it's that I get him Forever, I get the delight of my heart. I get relationship. with I get to be fully in that relationship. Not, right now, it's like a long distance relationship. We're skyping, we're phoning, mm-hmm. but there's going to come a day where we no longer we're together. And obviously, there's a lot more to the story of heaven than that. We'll do an episode on it. But um, if if I don't really desire that now, then why would I? You know, like there's something I have not. There's a there's a miss, in you know, and 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 so. That's the journey. The journey is to get into a place where man, God you're everything I need. You know, I've got everything when I've got you. Jesus tells a, tells a parable and he says the kingdom of heaven is like a man who finds a treasure in a field and he sells all his belongings to buy that field. Because that's how awesome a relationship with Jesus can be. You give up everything for it. He's not asking you necessarily to give up everything, but you would because it's that much better. That to me. Is the meaning of life.
0: And there you go. If you've got a question you'd like an answer to, we would welcome your questions. Please do get them through to us on Facebook, it's the easiest way. Facebook.com forward slash C3 Church Wellington. Jump on the website as well. We've got a live website. We've got all the podcasts listed on there. We've got blogs listed on there. You can find out about all the happenings with C3 Church Wellington. C3ChurchWellington.nz. Simple as that. Thank you very much, Pastor Steve. You're welcome, Ray. We'll catch you next week.